1: We welcome you to another installment of The Golf Show from 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. I'm WSBT Sports Director Darren Pritchett, joined by my esteemed colleagues every Saturday morning. On The Golf Show, we have John Foster, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Hello, sir. Good morning, sir. And we have on the phone Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club. Mr. Firestone, how are you? i am good good morning how are you i'm a little out of breath i was chasing all my 300 yard drives i just hit right before the show
2: yeah it's a little cold out this morning too that's
1: okay that's okay
2: bundle up yeah stay for a brisk round of golf
1: what are you talking about this is a heat wave right now (laughs) yeah i mean 48 degrees is something we would have taken a month ago right
2: no doubt it's perfect golf weather
1: no golf will play.
2: People be moving quickly around the golf course today.
1: That's right. The golf show this morning brought to you by Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, Blackthorn Golf Club by Leck Leitner Door. Need a new garage door or repair in your current one? Call Leck Leitner at 295 6311. Kurt Outdoor Living, make plans now to transform your backyard into. An Oasis with the experts at Kurt Outdoor Living and by Zolman's Tire and Auto Care, voted the best tire store two years in a row. Should I ask right off the bat, do you have any name-dropping, John, you want to do? Oh, I feel like geez. it's a big part of the like program I, every week. I'd disappoint you guys if I did I know. Do you got anything for yeah, us to kind of kick off the show? Actually, I do. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I was, at,
3: I was at the annual... <laughs> Core Crenshaw Society event down... At, we were at Streamsong in Florida this past week. hmm And uh, Nathaniel Crosby, okay? So all of us old guys know who Nathaniel Crosby... It's Bing Crosby's son. Okay. He played on one of the teams there, and he's the captain of the Walker Cup this coming year because he won the USAM, mm. I think, in the 90s. Okay. So that's all I can do. I mean, it's kind of a celebrity thing, but he's also a really good golfer, so... That's all I got, though. It's been a slow How week. did
2: you play, John? We needed some shot-by-shot shot analysis here. Of you your, know, your, your I, uh, breakdown.
3: I saw Nathaniel Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's was been Crosby's son and former AM winner and president of the, or the, um, yeah, he's the uh, captain of the Ryder Cup, or Wait. the uh, Walker Cup, sorry.
2: So uh, last what? week you had mentioned to us that there was a couple that owned a core Crenshaw. Oh, you're Golf not going to believe you,
3: this. Yeah, what? the couple we always count on is we can at least beat them they won <laughs> how did that happen I, it's it's incredible we had to leave um we had to catch our flight and so out of
1: embarrassment
3: <laughs> Well, i'm kind of glad we did have to leave because we missed the luncheon and the awards uh in the sh- public shaming that was going to go on uh, we got a text later that they had won and i thought it was um uh, it was a joke and then we got a text later that said where we finished and we didn't disappoint. we, we tied. We tied. We did, oh, okay. we did not finish in last alone. That's okay. Awesome. So
2: congratulations. John. Yeah,
3: and uh, I, I take a lot of credit for that finish too. Yeah, I had a lot <laughs> to do with that.
1: Hmm. Well we do we do not dodge questions on this program, so I'm assuming that you hit a little left and a little right and you sometimes know, it, on the face. It just was really and, and this
3: is not an excuse. It's a really hard golf course and right. um you know everybody struggled mm-hmm. down there. Um it, it, it came down in our group too. We had a couple of really good players that they didn't play well at all, <laughs> and I wasn't one of those, and I didn't play well at all either. It's it's a really hard course, um, tee to green, and the, the, you know typically a core Crenshaw, the putting is very different. The, the greens weren't bad, but the driving areas were uh, very challenging, and it was we played it at 6,800 yards. Hmm. Uh, wow. Which is a lot of golf courses, That's especially in sandy soils and stuff. So so anyway, no, all excuses aside, it just was really hard. We didn't play well. Yeah,
1: John, it's, what state yeah. was this? It's in Florida. Okay. It's
3: it's an old recap. Tim, have you been down there yet to the stream song? No,
2: I've seen pictures and read articles. It looks like a beautiful It, it
3: really is. It's it's kind of like Bandon Dunes East. Uh, the terrain is nothing one would think of when you think of Florida. It's a recaptured um, uh, uh, Darn it. Gravel pit? No, it's phosphate. Or? I'm sorry, phosphate mine. Mosaic Company reclaimed okay. it. And so it's somewhat like, um, if you've been to Victoria National, which is a coal strip pit, it's kind of like that. I mean, there's water here and there, but there are dunes, and it's not not similar to any other Florida terrain I've ever seen. It's hilly dunes and stuff. Hmm. Uh, there are three courses there. The Core Crenshaw course is referred to as the red course. Tom Doak has a blue course, and mm. Gil Hance has the black course down there. So really wow. top of the line architects uh, it's all about golf guys it's an hour and 20 minutes from Tampa and an hour away from anything so it's it's all about golf so,
1: so if you're a serious player yeah would you have difficulty adjusting to the grass and the fairways and the greens compared to what we're used to here
3: yeah you know it's when i said bandon i, I the, the other thing it's somewhat similar even though bandon is fescue fairways and fescue greens they keep a lot of sand on the fairways at bandon as they did down here mm-hmm. so every lie you got even in the fairway has a little bit of sand under it and you have to hit it dead perfect or you hit these soft shots that that come out and the better players obviously like that but there, I would say there's just not a lot of grass underneath your ball, whether you're in the the rough is Bermuda rough, but the ball sits down in that as well. So just different playing conditions, but uh, a, a lot like the U.K. When you play in Ireland, for instance, there's a lot of sand uh, underneath the fescue. The fescue's kind of uh, sparse I uh, versus we're used to these lush uh, bent grass fairways like Tim's got, we've got. Mm-hmm. It's just, and, and then you hit the ball off the fairway we're used to being in some heavy rough some bluegrass well you're in even sparser sand and okay. it's a little bit like pinehurst number two and there's a lot of b- bunkers and there's just it's just not good
1: see now you're even golf course name dropping i love it <laughs> oh well pinehurst number we, we, two
3: yeah well i played equally <laughs> bad at pinehurst when we had it there well, we, we are hosting next year though so we'll get our revenge
1: that's right that's no. right so from your guys perspective let's take the midwest out of the conversation if you guys had the chance to go play somewhere and i'm not basing on the golf course or the scenery but in terms of the turf and the greens and the style of grass where would you play do you guys have a preference or does it really not matter at all tim why don't you go first i know you spent some time out in arizona and I know you've been. Yeah, I mean, growing
2: it. up here in the Midwest, obviously, you know, I am much more comfortable on bent grass and bluegrass. The you know putting on Bermuda and and chipping, um, you know, it's just we're not used to it. So you don't play there as much, and so it's definitely more of a challenge um, to play in those other areas, just because it's a lack of experience. Uh,
3: yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Tim. The Northeast is very familiar. You'd think you were in the Midwest. Um, because we are used to that. Um, and this isn't typical Florida conditions that I'm referring to at Streamsong mm. either. Typical Florida conditions are very dense Bermuda grass on the fairway. So the ball sits up a little bit. This is made, it, it's Dunesland type of golf, even though it's inland in Florida, which entails skinny lies. I mean, around the green, it, it, it took a lot for us to hit chip shots around the green. We mm. putted a lot. Yeah. And the the core crenshaw green complexes as well as dokes green complexes uh are really amenable to that type of shot i mean they're 20 yards off the green a lot of times you would putt because it is such a tight surface you know it's like kind of like the green but it's so skinny you're really hesitant to pull out the 56 degree or anything
1: so is it easy to chip on the carl Spackler grass yes it is
3: yeah. <laughs> is it smooth yeah since me i believe <laughs> yeah. is the is the absolute best chipping grass that, that Carl produced.
1: I see. Okay. Yeah. So nice and smooth. Nice and smooth. Nice and
3: relaxing. No burning <laughs> <Yeah>. sensation.
1: <Okay. laughs> no, it's not harsh. Let's put it <laughs> that way. So no cannonball needed no. there. Okay. Hey, one more thought just before we leave the, the Crenshaw conversation. Maybe I have the people mixed up, but last week you referred to there was a group that you... Everybody liked to get to the bar to secure last place. Was this the group that won, or is this a different group?
3: Uh, no, um, th- no, they're the ones that always, perennially, okay. finish last. So, they... so we could always count on them okay. to cover us. You okay. Know. <laughs> they won.
1: Unbelievable. It,
3: it is. It just shows you potentially we've got that in us. Potentially.
1: Hey, uh, Tim, Johnny Miller, Firestone, any thoughts on Foster's <laughs> group and their performance this week? <laughs>
2: No, I just thought it resonated with me is when he said there were some good players in his group that didn't play well when they were playing with him, and I was just thinking, well... <laughs> That's difficult. I wonder why that would be, watching that swing all day.
3: Well, and looking for my ball all day, too. I think it wore yeah, me a little bit. Yeah, I probably got tired. Yeah, yeah I had, we had to use, like... Six caddies, they were so exhausted.
1: So that's the reason, Tim. So that's the reason the three of us haven't played in like three years, (laughs) pretty much. I got a feeling
3: you guys play a lot, I just don't hear about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. The golf show here on WSBT Radio, John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett with you. Senior PGA had their media day this week at Harbor Shores, and the defending champion Bernhard Longer was there to promote this year's tournament, but he's not going to play because he's going to attend his son's graduation and good for him that's that's a terrific choice by him he's got all the majors and all the money in the world and this is a special family moment so longer i give him credit he showed up at harbor shores he's not even going to play in the tournament but took care of his media obligations i remember when the u.s open came to olympia fields in chicago and that media day tiger woods was the defending champion and he was just on a satellite on a tv screen i'm not saying that's wrong or anything, but I just give credit to Longer. He's not even going to play, yet he made the trip to Benton Harbor. I'm sure it's not exactly a a cakewalk to get there. I'm sure he had to fly in somewhere else. Who knows? But he was there. So, even though he's not going to play, guys, I, I think he's the guy that we all appreciate watching him play. And I almost feel like, even though I watched him play as a PGA Tour player in his prime, I almost appreciate him more as a senior player because As he gets older, he seems to, I don't want to say get better, but he never takes steps back. So, Tim, I'll let you start. What do you appreciate about Bernhard Langer's game watching him through the years?
2: Well, a couple things. First of all, I think if uh, his son was graduating on Augusta, uh, the (laughs) Masters weekend, he would have skipped that event.
1: No. (laughs) It would have made the decision more difficult. We'll say that. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well this
1: is a guy
2: that is um I mean he's the kind of guy that you play golf with that you just can't stand to play with. Because it's it's just so simple and it's like fairway, green, two putt, fairway green, one putt, fairway green, two putt, fairway green, one, putt, fairway, green, putt, fairway, green, one. it's just like you know, it's that's what good golf is. It's methodical, it's simple, it's easy, it's not flashy. So, um but and uh, in, in his his conditioning, and his mental approach, and his just his, his routine uh, is so repetitive and so consistent. And the guy is he's just incredible.
3: There's another reason you don't want to play with him, Tim. He's really slow. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, I mean, that's the part of it that I, I I mean I like the guy. I think he's and I hear he was very engaging. at... Harbor Shores, and he's a model citizen, and there's no doubt, Um, he's really slow. But you look, the statistics in the tour champions um, show that if you come on tour at the age of 50, the majority of winning is done before you hit 53. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's 60 and still dominating is absolutely incredible. Um, And I do remember him when he was on the regular tour, he wasn't exactly dominant, necessarily. I mean, he won the Masters, uh, which is great, but he had some real putting issues. And his career was resurrected when they went long with the puttering. long putter. Yeah. And when they dropped the anchoring, uh, made that illegal, people thought he would be done at that point. And he's found a way. He still uses the long putter. Claims he doesn't anchor it. Uh, it's hard to tell sometimes. It's a bit controversial because... Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, because some people claim he still is doing that, but I think, from an ethics standpoint, there's probably nobody more ethical on the tour, uh, mm-hmm. than Bernard Langer. So I I do not believe that he is anchoring. But the fact that he's overcome the yips, I mean, Tim, I don't know if you were you guys remember the Kiowa, uh, the Ryder Cup at Kiowa when he choked it down the stretch with with his putting. I mean, he everybody thought he was done forever, and he found a way to. Uh, you know, to get around that and, and to compete and to succeed. So he's an admirable person.
1: He has gotten better with age. I would assume a lot of that has to do with fitness. Oh, he's, yeah.
3: He's not very big either. Have you guys he's, ever
1: seen him? I watched him with John Daly and oh, Rocco that's, that's right. two years ago. The dream which was, pairing. Yeah. Which was an interesting group to say the least. Contrasting I, styles. That, I think he's 5'9". He's and
3: not Maybe big. 150 soaking wet. But there's not a f- ounce of fat on him.
1: Hits the ball a long he way. He really does very consistent. And Tim, you're right. It was like fairway, green, two putts. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not exciting to watch, but he's absolutely rock solid. So, you know, we've got the U.S. Senior Open coming to Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame in 2019. So it's going to be so cool to have a major championship here. And we're going to see a lot of familiar faces and names that we sort of grew up with and that's going to be a lot of fun at Warren and we're going to watch their golf swings are we going to see a big difference guys in, in a lot of these swings I mean where's the big change because I'm not 50 yet but I know probably my golf swing's a little different than it was when I was 18 or 20 years old so what's the big change for them that we're going to notice is it shorter swings is it as simple as that I know it's a general statement to to ask. You need to ask
2: the guy that's over 50. Um, so maybe he could be the expert on well, this one. Well, the, the
3: thing is, I don't think their, their swings change. I mean, you look at Jay Haas and these guys that are playing, Freddie Couples, they have the same swing they had when they played on tour. It's just that that age group has more unique swings and more personalized swings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nothing was, all swings weren't analyzed and technical and cookie-cutter and things they just found a way to get it done so they've carried those through regardless of their age uh you can recognize i don't know you guys ever notice when you're at a golf event you can look four fairways over and you know who's playing yes you recognize their swings from watching them so much so their swings don't really change um speed well, I th- oh, yeah, you tend to lose something. I mean, obviously, they, a lot of them don't hit it as far. Some of them hit it farther than they did due to technology and some of the training techniques now. And they can isolate muscles and work on this and that. But I, I think the difference between the generations is that, you know, the Lee Trevino's of the world and the Billy Casper's, those really unique swings, we don't see a lot of that on mm. tour now. Uh, the the quirky things. I mean, we all think of Jim Furyk. There were a lot of Jim Furyks running around in the 60s and 70s. And now everything seems to be pretty well standardized. It's the Adam Scott Tiger Wood model where everybody's wanting to emulate the perfect angles and, you know, lines and all the, the different things. And there's a technology there that one can do that now. And everybody's teaching those swings. Whereas these guys didn't necessarily have teaching pros, psychologists, nutritionists, their, their whole entourage following them around mm-hmm. on tour, uh, they're pretty much
1: individualistic. I can't believe, Tim, I'm going to ask this to John, but, <laughs> but I'll do it since he's so good at name-dropping. <laughs> but seriously, we're about, what, 14 months away from the U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course. Over the next 14 months... Do you expect to see a lot of guys that are going to play in this event stop by yeah. and, and see the golf course? Will it happen this year or more next year?
3: Uh, more, Probably more this year because of the Harbor Shores event. I've already gotten a number of calls. Really? That Monday, even though we're closed, we'll obviously be open to these guys. We're closed on Mondays normally. They're wanting to come down that Monday and Tuesday and check out the golf course. And then we have some uh, media things planned throughout this summer. Where some of them will be stopping by and doing some appearances and things like that, and and next year obviously it's hard given their schedule. You know, it's like when they're off in the winter, we're not exactly open for play, yeah. and then they start into their tour, and there's just not a lot of spare time for them to come up. So the other the other date that's in, of interest to us is I forget what it is in July, the Insperities over at Chicago this year. And we've gotten some inquiries about them popping over and doing some things for us during that event in July. So, you know, I'll keep everybody apprised. Uh, You know, nobody, I really hate name dropping, but you guys force this out of me. So as we go along, I'll keep you apprised of who we got over there.
1: Just make a list. I I will. Put it on your desk. Maybe we can get them
3: to appear on this show.
1: Well, that would be great. We should just have a recorder at your desk. And when they stop by, you just hit record.
3: Yeah, because I'm sure that's what they'd love to do when they come to South Bend sure. is spend some time in my office on a on a recorder talking about <coughs>
1: your office is kind of like Norm's chair at Cheers. Let's be honest, yeah, it it's really a very is. popular minus destination. the alcohol. I'm <laughs> point out. Wow, I think it would be great. We'll get you your own microphone. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we'll can get I your have own? you'll have your own microphone. Perfect, and you can just chat do you away. Think
2: he's going to know how to run a recorder. <laughs>
3: Oh, I can have one of my minions do that.
1: If uh, Let me say this, Tim. If he if he doesn't know how to use the microphone, we're in trouble. I have a reel-to-reel at home. Would that work? <laughs>
3: oh, boy.
1: All right. Uh, let's see what's next on the list. Okay, I want to read this to you. I don't know if you guys care or not. I, I'm just going to read. I'm guessing I
3: don't, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read a paragraph to you. Findings of the 2017 distance report from the USGA and RNA about driving distances on golf professional tours. The GPS round tracking golf statistic app says the rest of golf just might be going backwards when it comes to driving distance. Coast, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, recently examined driving distance data from 2015 through 2018, and the trend showed no real increases in driving distance for average golfers over that timeline. The data showed the average drive for the average golfer so far in 2018 is 217 yards, down from 220 yards in 2015. At best, the number is flat, When you compare full-year data, the average for 2017 was 220 yards. Isn't it weird that number's going in the opposite direction, considering technology and all the things that are available? And I I don't want to get into too in-depth conversation, but just in general, are you guys surprised by that? Tim?
2: All right. I mean I thought it was weird you can make data say anything you want right so is the average golfer getting older less swing speed you know is the average golfer not you know playing as much you know so you have that question of it I think if you talk about 15 I forget when what year the USGA implemented the um the rules with the face and the trampoline effect um that might have been a little bit before that time um so I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't I, – I, I I could speak from playing with my members and even my game that I would – there's there's nobody that I play with on a consistent basis that I would tell you, oh, my gosh, they're hitting it 30 yards further than they ever have. I don't see that. I see very consistent um, hit at the same spots on the golf course that they've hit it on since I haven't been playing with them. So I haven't seen any real – Length or shortening? Quite honestly, I think it's pretty flat, uh, from what I can tell. It would be my
3: yeah assessment
2: I, just from watching and playing with people.
3: I, I agree with what Tim said. As far as the sample goes, it's really hard to take a group of people and say, okay, they all hit drives, and you measure, it. and take another group of people in fifteen and compare those two. Um, it's 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 a weird sampling as opposed to having a hundred golfers and taking that same hundred, uh, you know, later. I think the more the more pertinent thing with respect to equipment and drivers. And I think people are hitting it straighter than they used to. Okay. And that's the biggest advantage of the new drivers and the new technology. is isn't so much distance. It's the straightness of shots, of off-center shots and and different ones. The The ball and the club will make your ball go more towards your target than it would have before. Now, I think we get into the area of bifurcation of what they talked about for the tour, having different... Uh, rules and standards um, like like the anchored putter and things I think on the PGA tour it's become a real problem and given the swing speeds that, that these guys have um, and and the technology available to them they are hitting it farther than they did hmm. uh, and and it's made some of the golf courses quite frankly obsolete when it comes to a competitive standpoint so the average player I'm not so sure I agree with Tim I don't think people are hitting it significantly longer because of the new technology, but they are hitting it significantly straighter.
1: Which we're in favor of because we want to make the game as yep not as easy as possible, but we want it to be more enjoyable. Yep. And that's why I have no problem, not on the PGA Tour, but right. for the average golfer, if some golf balls, and I'm going to use some really generic terminology, but I wouldn't care if some of the golf balls that you could buy just over the counter were hotter than... A PGA Tour ball. Just if you can gain 10, 15 yards of distance off a golf ball with technology for the average golfer, I have no problem with that. It, Tim, it have, makes the game more it, fun for them.
3: Have you played the Titleist AVX yet?
1: I have not had that.
3: No. Okay, so I, I had a couple sleeves of them, and I can tell you that I lost just as consistently the AVX ball down there as I did the <laughs> Pro V1. So, for my sampling, it yeah, it, it went just as far left and just as far right uh, as my other one. So, yeah, that's my feedback. Tideless is always asking us for feedback on their ball, so that was what I, I sent in my two cents. <laughs> Did
1: you really say that?
3: No. I'm oh, I was going to say. They don't care about what I think, Darren. I would like to think that. But, uh, oh, yeah, they do, though, when they have a new ball. They'll send it, a prototype of that ball to us over the winter, of course, and ask for your feedback.
1: I feel like I should ask, you know, what will they do for golf show hosts as we're promoting their game? I'll be happy to promote Titleist well, if they us would a like a
3: bunch it. of stuff for doing this, Darren. You just never see it. I,
1: I'm beginning to figure that out. <laughs> Maybe I would enjoy the game more if I was <laughs> if involved. If you play it. Yeah, well, if I got some stuff every once in a while. We'll, we'll bring some swag in for you. I've, Tim, how many years have I heard that? Yeah, nine. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I still have not seen anything. I thought there was a station
3: rule against b- wearing logos other than.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, really? Not that I'm aware okay. of. No, I'll, I'll look at the fine print. I I don't okay. believe I'm going to find anything. Okay. I
2: think it's... Yeah, John, I think the media will take anything free you give them.
1: You know, it's, that's, that's it's what I've heard, truth. Tim. I've never
3: seen it <laughs> anecdotally, but... Uh, well,
1: yeah. that brings forth a good question, because Tim is a member of the media, as... Co host of the golf show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why are you, you? Don't laugh. I'm trying to sell this, okay? Go straight oh, face okay. for a moment here. But, right. I mean, we'll obviously be covering the US Senior Open, so I, I'm curious to yeah. you know what's in the media. Bag, oh, a yeah. goodie bag that's going oh, I'd to. I'd
3: love for Firestone to be wearing a, a Warren Golf Course shirt around. <laughs> I, th- number one, that would be fantastic. We will we will supply you if you're going to be working the event out yes, there. Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
2: Well, absolutely. <laughs> it's like when you go to the uh, Academy Awards or the Grammys. Yes. You get the, 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 oh, the swag. The, that's, the swag well,
1: bag. Well, remember two years ago at the Senior PGA, which is sponsored by KitchenAid, yes. you got a can opener. I,
3: I did. Yeah. I thought that was just me. Everybody got one of those?
1: Yeah, and I got and there was a t-shirt or a, a polo shirt that had senior yeah, they PGA. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah. I have a feeling maybe Tim from Foster will get a a wine bottle opener and maybe a polo shirt, who knows. I'm
3: thinking one of you is going to get a KitchenAid um, can opener
1: from John. <laughs> You're going to re-gift? Yeah. gift? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what we can do. Well, I'll look forward to that. All right. Gosh, it's only 14 months away. That's uh, tell me h- about hard it. to believe. Hard to believe. All right, we need to step aside for a second, and then we're going to head over to Blackthorn's Pro Shop for a couple of moments and find out what's new in there, and we'll find maybe, Tim, a polo shirt that John can wear that has Blackthorn on it.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: he had some of those oh. back in the day. He
2: probably
3: still has some in his closet. Yeah, I still wear them occasionally. No, I don't. No, I do. You're right, though, Tim. I did have a lot of Blackthorn stuff when I worked out there.
1: Yeah. See, we can bring back the good old days. Yeah. All right, so we'll do that when we come back. The golf show brought to you by Blackthorn Golf Club. Don't forget about the Blackthorn Black Card. Also, we're brought to you by Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. You'll find out what's coming up, of course, at Warren at the end of the program. So I'm not going to tease anything. I'll just let the buildup occur by itself. We're also presented by Tire, Kurt Outdoor living and Lech Lightner door from 96 1 WSBT, the sports leader. Welcome back to segment number two of the Golf Show from 961 WSBT, brought to you by Blackthorne Golf Club, Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, Leck Lightner Door, Kurt Outdoor Living, and Zolman's Tire and Auto Care. I'm Darren Pritchett. He is John Foster, GM at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, and Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorne Golf Club in the Blarney Hole. And we're going to take a little tour of the Blackthorn Pro Shop right now. And Tim has all things tailor made in the shop. So let's start with TaylorMade drivers, anything new on that front?
2: Yeah, so TaylorMade um, has some new technology this year that, uh, um, and John, I mentioned this earlier uh, in the show about hitting the ball straighter, and the and the technology that TaylorMade uh, has this year with the new Twist Face is what they call it, um, but essentially um, it, it's focusing more on miss hits, the heel and toe. Um, and hitting the ball straighter and further. So uh, TaylorMade is claiming to increase distance based upon, uh, you know, the mishits. Um, so uh, I, I am playing the M3 driver. I, um, I haven't obviously with the weather played a lot of golf, but I have definitely, and I hit a lot of shots, Darren, so it's easy for me to test this, this theory. Um, on the distance, but um, that—that's kind of their new big technology is the Twist Face. We've—we've uh, we've done well and sold quite a few of those. Obviously, they have a lot of guys on tour, uh, Rory and, and Jason Day, and a lot of guys playing the product. Um, so that's kind of the, the driver category, um, uh, as well as um, uh, fairways, uh, uh, as well um, that Twist Face technology. So, mm. um, yeah, that's kind of the new. The latest and greatest when it comes to uh the tailor made wood uh family um and then on the iron side, they, you know, they have the... the and, and John, I mentioned this with, with a title this last week, how these companies are really trying to find an, an iron category for every level of player and whatever those needs may be. Um, and TaylorMade is no different. You know, with the M3 irons, M4 irons, and then they've got the, the, the P790s, which are more of the um, uh, forged uh, club. Um, so... Uh, done a nice job in their development on on the iron game as well so um yeah tailor-made and, and obviously we carry you know uh, several other brands as well Callaway um and, and tidalist uh as well so plenty of selection here um custom club fitting available um uh, by our golf instructor and um Great place to uh, come out and hit some shots and with the launch monitor and all that fun stuff to, to have all the new, latest, and greatest technology to make sure you're getting fitted into the perfect club. So, and, uh, again, I think uh, the recommendation, whether you go to Warren or you come to Blackthorn, whenever you purchase a golf club, take the time, get custom fit, work with one of the golf professionals to make sure you're getting what you need, not what you think you need. And I'm sure John's seen it many times where someone comes and says, oh, I hit it 290 and my swing speed's 120 miles an hour and I need an extra stiff shaft. And you realize that uh, that's not the right fitting at all for this that golfer. And uh, um, just make sure you're getting fitted for the right product. And then on the apparel side, you know, we um, – I mean, Nike, Under Armour, uh, Adidas, all those um, brands that we carry here, um, and um, stuff looks good this spring. But the pro shop is full with the late start, so there's plenty of selection, um, so come on out and see us.
1: Okay, I have questions. I- I'm wondering, the people that shoot 72, 75, 76, they understand equipment probably pretty well. When they go into a pro shop and they're going to see these irons, they have a pretty good idea of what they are. But Tim, I think, I think a lot of times for a lot of people that maybe don't take the game so seriously, when they walk into a pro shop like yours and see these different models, I have a feeling it's a little intimidating because you really don't know exactly what you're looking for. I don't think the people that go out and play once a month or three times a month necessarily understand what forge mean or or cavity back. So, I have a feeling going into places like that might be a little intimidating. That's where you really need people on staff like you guys have to explain what the differences are. Because the last thing you want to do is spend money on something that's not exactly what you need. And and a lot of golfers need the cavity back. That's for sure. That's the best way to go.
2: Yeah, and I think again is just. You know, not being afraid to, to talk to one of the staff professionals and and learning more about the technology. And to be honest, I'm sure John probably feels right, the same with me. with all everything going on in our in our jobs. I'm not the expert on all the latest and greatest technology, and that's why we have people on our staffs who are, and um, that's what they're here for. So utilize them and and uh, pick their brain and 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 research and figure out what what's best for you, but. Yeah, I mean, I think that ultimately, you know, the technology in golf is is shaping as much for the 25 handicap or it is for the scratch golfer so if you feel like oh that doesn't matter what i swing it's not you know nothing's going to impact my game i i think that uh, golfers could be pleasantly surprised that there is an impact that can be made if you're using the right shaft with the right club head you know the right grip size all those different things that can be customized to make sure you're getting what you need
1: mm. Just so people know, Tim, obviously you have the Blarney Hole as well, the indoor golfing facility. Is there any merchandise available there or are you encouraging people to go to Blackthorne?
2: No, we have merchandise at both locations. Um, obviously, the, the bulk of it uh, is at Blackthorn, but from a club, a club standpoint, and I'm sure John's the same way at Warren, we're not really heavy inventory on in the club because of the custom fitting. So, a lot of the stuff that we do is custom ordered based upon how we fit you. Um, you know, um, drivers and, and fairways and hybrids we have in stock at both locations, but most of the time when we get into the iron um, business, we custom order those.
1: So, yeah. so, so if I want to let the chain. big dog eat at Blarney, I can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, do yeah, you want to go over yeah. your
3: menu for the big dog? Yeah, do you, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, the big dog, like Tin Cup, the driver. I, no, I know yeah. what you mean. You've got to let it eat right. sometimes, yeah. you know. You've got to yeah. grip it and rip it, as they yeah. say. <laughs> All right, so for any questions about clubs, balls, shoes, attire, what's the number at Blackthorn?
2: and Randy Anderson is our director of instruction and very good with uh, uh, the technology and getting you fitted into the right and proper clubs.
1: Okay, there you go. Check out the Pro Shop at Blackthorne. More golf show coming up in just a second from 96.1 WSBT, the sports lead. The golf show continues on WSBT Radio. Darren Pritchett, John Foster, Tim Firestone with you on this Saturday morning. So here's the story. Two foursomes were reportedly involved in a golf course brawl that involved weapons and resulted in broken bones. And if you guessed this ugly incident stemmed from slow play, you guessed correctly. According to Birmingham (laughs) Live, police responded to the fight on Friday at Greenway Hall Golf Club in Stockton, Brook, England racing onto the course in golf course to keep things from getting worse. A spokesperson said that bones had been broken by the time they got there. <laughs> Four men were arrested on suspicion of assault but were not charged. Which brings us to anything weird you've had happen at your golf course. Tim, go first.
2: Well, I think the, the, I've seen it all um, in the 20-some years I've been in the business. But the, last year at the LPGA Symmetra Tour event on Friday evening with the last group coming down the, the 18th hole, our nine hole, they we're sitting there watching the last group come in from the skybox, and all of a sudden I see a vehicle driving down the cart path <laughs> alongside this group. Uh, and we're like, who is that? What is happening right now? You know, there's spectators out there, and every, you know everybody's out there, and and here comes a car driving along our ninth hole. <laughs> so I hop in my cart and drive over there immediately, and I get the guy to roll his window down. I go, "What are you doing? Like, you you can't be out here." And he said, "I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> I'm trying to pick up somebody here at Blackthorn." <laughs> so the Uber driver. Did not have the sense to realize he was on the golf course. Oh, my Lord. And was in the middle of a professional golf tournament looking for his Uber pickup. That's that fantastic. took the cake for can't
3: me. Can't top that one, I'm afraid. I really can't. <laughs> you can't give us anything? Well, no, I mean, I, I early in the morning walked out one time and saw some lady driving her car down the 6th fairway and up and over the green. <laughs> At and, Notre Dame Morning. Yes, and I managed to stop her. And she asked me if that was, is this the way to the doctor's office? Oh, and so she obviously was very disoriented. And I mm. I, I started to call Notre Dame, <coughs> excuse me, security police, <coughs> because I think she needed some help. And she went ahead and took off down our drive and left the property. So I assume she made it to the doctor's office, but I don't know. <coughs> and incred- she came wow. through the maintenance area, cut across the back of one. Hung a ride on 16, and she kept it in the fairway and on the green.
1: How often does a golf cart end up in a lake?
3: You know, we think there's one in our lake because (laughs) when I got there... (laughs) <laughs> we're one short uh we're one short and that goes back 15 16 years and then or somebody drove it off property but that's I, I, I don't know timmy's got more water out there than i got so
2: yeah we you know with the technology now with the cars, we've been lucky because they kind of self-stop yeah. themselves yeah. but at Black, when we first opened on 18 there i can think of two or three times that, that those were into the into the pond on eighteen. and how many of those involved you None but me. I had to go in there and fish them out though. That was not much I
3: know you I know you had a flaming cart one time, remember that? Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) We we had a cart burn on the eighteen car path and we had a cart our range picker caught fire last year and burned up right on the driving range. (laughs) So
1: And some guy on the rage right is thinking, wow, I hit the golf cart. Yeah, I know. Th- the pickup ball thing, and it exploded. I'm awesome. These new tailor made <laughs> medals that Tim got me are unbelievable. Uh, All right, what's coming up at Blackthorn? And Warren will tell you next on WSBT. Let's find out what's coming up. John Foster at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. A little
3: bit of a twist to
1: what's coming up. Oh, my
3: goodness. No, it's just something we want to make everybody aware that our driving range is being reconstructed as we speak. And so we don't have a driving range. And we we tell people when they make times, and everybody's understanding it is why, but I just want people to know that stop by Blackthorn and hit balls before you come out. <laughs> there you go. Thank we, you, John. Yeah, we really do not have a driving, and it's causing all kinds of problems for us from a teaching standpoint. We are able to go to the nine-hole course on campus to Burke and do some work over there, but for another couple of months or so, we're out of the range business. Phone number is? It's 631-GOLF and warrengolfcourse.com.
1: Tim is up next at Blackthorne. We are um, open for business,
2: and uh, black cards are uh, available for sale for the greatest uh, um, discounting possible, and uh, we do have a driving range that's open. We also are looking for... Volunteers for our LPJ Symmetric Tour, the Four Winds Invitational, is coming up here in six weeks from today. Um, hard to believe, our eighth year. Okay. Um, got some great events that we'll share with the listeners over the next few, uh, few weeks that we've added to uh, tournament week. So we're excited about those things as well.
1: Phone number is? 252 Golf. Guys, we'll see you next week. All right, Darren. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Darren. That's been the Golf Show from 96.1 WSBT, the sports.